Welcome to the Jubilee Plus podcast. Welcome back to the Jubilee Plus podcast. My next guest is Rosie Hopley. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much, Abby. So, Rosie, you developed the Reconciled Church course. You also founded the charity Beloved, and you're also co-founder of a social business enterprise, which is here. It has your has a stand at the conference today, mm-hmm. Lovewell UK. That's right. Yes. Well, it's great to meet you. I feel like we could probably do like a podcast series on all of these things. So we're gonna have to <laughs> we're gonna have to be focused. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you work for Jubilee Plus. I do, yes. And you have done a seminar at the conference today. I have, yes. Do you want to start by just telling me a little bit about the seminar, why you chose the subject Lament yep. and Hope and what you talked about? Okay, so particularly over the last two years, um, I've been actually spending a lot of time examining um, just the, the biblical topic actually of lament um, and how does God speak um his heart of hope in the midst of while we are lamenting obviously um, it's been a very difficult period um, just off the back of the pandemic but actually now being plunged into the economic crisis in in the country um, I felt it was important to just explore what do we do with these feelings of um, lament um, and and how can we actually understand how do we lament with God? How do we raise our voice of distress and suffering to him? And just helping us as church to understand that it's a very healthy thing, it's a normal thing. We see it happen time and time again through scripture, you know, whether it's through um, the, you know, the people of God during the time of the exile to Babylon, uh, through to Jesus's own expressions of his laments while he was in the garden of Gethsemane before he went to the cross even when he cried out from Psalm 22 you know my God my God why have you forsaken me you know while he hung on the cross and so I thought it was a good time to just explore Lord what are you teaching us about you and what are you teaching us about ourselves and how we can come to you in our lament and how have you seen that in your own life? Have you been through periods of lament and has God absolutely done things? <laughs> yes. Make that into a proper question. <laughs> yes, I have actually. Um, you know, whether it's just actually walking through um, times of bereavement and suffering and um, and it's one thing to, um, you know, kind of come alongside, say, people um, who are suffering, you know, within the different ministries that we might be involved with. But then when it comes to visit you in your home as well, um, and you're carrying kind of, you know, the um, the lament of other people, you, you see it, you just see different aspects of it. And, um, and I think God has taught me so much about him that, I hadn't seen before and while it was not um, a comfortable journey um, I was so glad that he was with me in it. Mm. What have you learned about reconciliation on your journey through life? I know that's something that you're So um, I think reconciliation is just an incredibly important part of our lives and in fact when you see the fracturing and the division 
of so much that happens within society, within family, within communities, it's because we don't actually understand um, or put into practice reconciliation. And dare I say, even in church Mm. as well. And so I began to really explore this because, um, to be perfectly honest, kind of my personal journey into it came into, um, started after the, the death and the murder of George Floyd. Uh, because I could just see that there was some stuff really beginning to fracture whilst also seeing people were really you know raising their voices of lament around racism and um, and injustice and so again I you know I turned to the book of lamentations it's like Lord what are you teaching us in this and beginning to understand more around the whole issue of that God is a God of reconciliation because he reconciled us to himself. But when we become believers, when we become followers of Jesus, we are also called into the ministry of reconciliation and to encourage and to point to God and you know to say to people, as it says in scripture, be reconciled to, to God. And so um, I started working with a group called the Reconciled Church Group and uh, and I've written an eight-part course actually exploring um, the whole topic of reconciliation um, and what does it look like. So we walk through things like um, forgiveness, we look through laments, we look through uh, what does it look like to put down our stones when we want to mm. accuse people. Uh, what does it look like when we judge people? What is it that God wants to teach us in this? And by the time we come to the end of the course, uh, you know, we we talk about and teach about God is giving us a ministry of reconciliation. Now, how do we step into that? Mm. And to be perfectly honest, I think right now it's probably incredibly important. So have you practice that in your own church life and and have you seen reconciliation i have yes i have um so i've seen i've seen what it looks like when um things fracture between people for all kinds of reasons you know and it can be you know whether it's simple misunderstanding poor communication uh people making assumptions um um, or actually it can be, you know, it can go further than that. Actually, it can just kind of come down to sin, actually, and us mm. not loving one another. Um, because whilst it's easy, you know, for us to understand, perhaps we are loved by God, but because we're human beings, sometimes we fail in how well we love one another. And so just understanding um, that when we come into the journey of reconciliation, you know, there is a thing about humility in that, a, a posture of um, teachability as well, um, forgiveness, as I said, and actually, a, a, you know, a willingness to acknowledge and look at things that are there that perhaps people want to turn away from. So, you know, within the context of um, the Reconciled Church, you know, we do it, deal with issues such as racism and ethnicity, Um but the beauty of the local church being the place or one of the places where we can show we are a body of people that look different to the world, but we're called to actually demonstrate that. And I think when we allow God to mould us and shape us and, and to love us into loving one another, 
that speaks volumes to the world that doesn't live by those ways of living and it's just such a gospel witness it really is so I'm excited for it mm, and it's launched already it has launched already so um, there is a website uh, trchurch.co.uk and so that has a whole load of uh, resources on it so as well as the actual reconciled church course uh, there's information about leaders retreat that um, the group now run we've got theology and ministry days and really what we want to do is offer this actually as a, as a tool and resources for the local church and um, to see what it you know what it could actually look like within their locality and you're also passionate about seeing people who are traditionally overlooked taking positions of leadership mm-hmm. so what's your number one tip rosie for someone who's come from a less privileged background to take steps into leadership that is such a good question do you know that's like my favorite thing when someone says to me that's a good question (laughs) it just makes my day (laughs) it is a really good question because I'm trying to think okay what did it look like for me and so what did it look like for people who um, you know I wanted to be really intentional about them coming into positions Mm. of leadership Um, so I think one was a willingness to spot what was in them that um, looks different to yourself and so it's actually having a real honest assessment of I know I've got particular ways of doing things or gifts or what have you but I know I'm not the full package that's why God has put us in the church because mm-hmm. we all bring different gifts Gifts, and so it's recognising in somebody else ah I spot this in you um, and and we we need we need you and you need me and we need each other for us to display such a a broader manifold wisdom of God because when we get church that say looks monocultural and that could be class-wise as well as ethnicity-wise or however it might be we miss out so much but for those people who are perhaps struggling themselves they they feel that they've got leadership skills but they're maybe not being overlooked they may be being overlooked how how do you be resilient in that circumstance and and what how do you take steps to so i think um one um just ask god to open doors for you um pray just ask him and then secondly um you know volunteer and i and i know sometimes for people who have felt rejected time and time Mm. again actually that can feel really hard because it's like I'm going to get knocked back again Mm. but um but I think a good way to do it is to maybe start with the small things and then show yourself to be really faithful and reliable kind of in the small things and equally actually if you are looking to raise up people into leadership or bring them through then think about, okay, what might those opportunities look like? Um, you know, I think typically because church can, say, for example, look quite middle class and therefore we've just got into certain ways of doing things and, and we expect people to conform to those ways in order to come through to leadership roles. Um, we need to be more creative. And so, so, for example, actually the work that I'm doing with Jubilee Plus around Jubilee Plus Voices, um, the reason um, I wanted to do that is because I'd had experience in a previous ministry of bringing people through into leadership who um, you know, had lived experience. And 
I knew that um, there were definitely things that those people would see that the rest of us couldn't. So we need to humble ourselves to ask people, will you, will you help us? Can we do this together? And I think dignifying people by having the humility to say, I think there's something actually that we could be doing together here. Shall we do that? Um, is absolutely incredible. And I've, I've seen actually the power of it work and, um, and just seeing people kind of just grow in confidence um, and, you know, and just the dignifying of, oh, you're bringing this and we didn't see that. Right, okay, let's see how we can work this together. Um, and I think actually also giving people um, opportunities, say maybe in a time limited fashion. So, you know, it's rather than it being a right, we want you to, you know, come and be on this rotor and it's forever and a day. <laughs> actually, what you do is say, look, shall we try this for three months? Let's see what it looks like and then we'll kind of like evaluate kind of at the end and kind of what's worked what hasn't worked what do we need to change and so you ease people mm-hmm. into um into leadership um but i think you know you have to be really intentional about it and that was something that i've learned to be very um intentional or i try to be really intentional about it and deliberate about it brilliant okay for your final question rosie you've got a choice you can have a personal question mm-hmm. a serious question or a ridiculous question what would oh, you like on, let's go for a ridiculous a ridiculous one. we're running out of ridiculous questions <laughs> okay would you rather meet one elephant-sized spider or ten thousand spider-sized elephants oh the latter yeah, but what, what, I mean, that's a lot of elephants. That's okay. <laughs> You'd be quite happy with that. I would be quite... I'd just think, imagine all those tiny little trumpets. Oh, oh little like baby elephants. Yeah, yeah that imagine would be so Imagine if they cute. had babies. Oh. <laughs> Even tinier. <laughs> yeah, definitely right. the latter. Well done. Great answer. Great to meet you, Rosie. And um, we'll put, I'll put stuff in the show notes about show notes about Jubilee Plus Voices and uh, your course and Thank your you. business, which we haven't really talked about. No. Likewise, no, uh, love, love well. well. Love Likewise, well. <laughs> I've made you a new business name. Love well, mm-hmm. which Thank is uh, a social enterprise. It is, yes. Do yeah. you want to tell me quickly about it before we so, go? So basically, Love Well exists to give opportunities for women who are um, coming out of um, you know, traumatic and vulnerable situations, and it gives them um, opportunities to learn employability skills, production skills. They manufacture the most incredible. Um, skin and beauty care products, um, massage candles and oils, and uh, a whole range of other things. So, um, and the products are beautiful. So, take a look. Yes. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Underneath the shelter of your wings.